The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Rolling through the big show on the radio. Hello, this is Robert Goulet, and you're listening to the Pride of the Red States. John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. Some enchanted morning, you may hear the big show. Where's my big bag? Who can't be topical? November 23rd. We're all in the house. John Boy and Billy. Tater. Hello. Brenda. Hello. Jackie. And I'm Dave Hunterglass. Pillars moving around the refrigerated area. Uh, most leftovers. Let's see what national days we got. National Cashew Day. One of my favorite nuts. I like a cashew. Yeah. It's National Eat a Cranberry Day. And it says, this encourages us to take a bite out of the bright red cranberry, but brace yourself. Mm. And why should we brace ourselves? Because they, they have a pucker power to them, kind of like lemons. Ah, it does. So, so the cranberry yeah. stuff we eat with a turkey and a dressing. Yeah, it's been it calmed down. Sauce. That's why it's not bit. eat a bunch of cranberries. Kind <laughs> 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 of get you ready. Yeah, okay, yeah. so eat a cranberry day. All right. I don't even want to turn people off on cranberries here. Day four thanks. Uh, I'm of days. sorry. Watch it. <laughs> and it's National Espresso Day. Whether you sip one cup or keep buzzing all day long, November 23rd is the day. Okay. It says so right here. 
So Alrighty. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we got an espresso machine in the kitchen, so we'll just no. stick with the coffee. We just got the air fryer, though. Awesome. You're welcome. Oh, to go. <laughs> All right, Dan, we save up our three dates in history, get our first prize back out, and get you ready to play outbursts. Let's do that right now. Let's wake up. Big shows on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, John Boy and Billy the Gang with you here on Tuesday morning. First prize pack we play for today is a variety pack of Astera Labs products. As pharmaceutical-grade CBD made in the USA, no better aftertaste. If you go to BigShow.com, click on the Astera banner, enter code JBB, get 20% off on all CBD products. Must be 18 to win. And four more names to go into the hat winner contest this morning. Qualified for our Beanie Baby Chick-fil-A Eat More Chicken Cow just in time for Thanksgiving. Didn't have anything that said eat more turkey in the office, so that's the best we could do. Okay. But it's pretty neat, huh? He oh. made the butterball guy really mad one year. Yeah. He quit sending us stuff. All right, so let's get our three dates in history. Oh, the details. Where we'll get our categories, huh? A bunch of memories and thinking goes into that stuff, don't you? <laughs> All right, it was on this date, November 23rd, 1921, the Willis-Campbell Act is signed. That for uh, was forbidding doctors from prescribing beer for medicinal purposes. Ah, yes, it replaced the Otis-Campbell Act of 1920. <laughs> <laughs> How did that pass? Wait a minute. 1921, what was a buzz kill, yeah. all right? Move up to 1976. Police arrest Jerry Lee Lewis outside the gates of Graceland after he shows up for a second time that night and makes a scene. It seems Jerry was shouting, waving a pistol, and demanding to see Elvis. Well, after security guards call police, Jerry Lee is found by his car with a 38 Derringer in hand. Authorities charge him with public intoxication and possession of a deadly weapon. Really, wow. wasn't his fault. He had gotten a prescription for beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Crazy. It was 76, all right? And finally, on this day in 82, the FCC drops limits on the duration and frequency of TV ads, yep. enabling Mike Levy, Ron Popel, and Dion Warwick to host their own late-night shows. So that's mm-hmm. when it started. That's there was when it actually happened. a time when the FCC limited... How many commercials you could run in an hour on radio and television, uh-huh. and the length of those individual commercials were also regulated. Uh, so, so this and then is, Ron Popeil showed up and said, "Hey, hear me out. I got an idea." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, then. So there should be our categories. Then we got beer, guns, and commercials. All right, yep. we're ready. One eight hundred Big Show. You toll free line. We play outbursts next. <laughs> Tuesday morning, big shows on the radio. Video today: fisherman visited by American bald eagle. Wow! Oh, they want a little fish. Yeah. Check them out up close at thebigshow.com. Make a daily visit there. And right now, let's get that Tuesday winning begin. Outburst, let's play outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy. Give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This-
this should really be a lot of fun When you're playing outburst Have a hurry up and guess time You'll have the best time You'll have a big show time Let's say hey to Robert From Augusta, Georgia We'll have a big show time Good morning, Robert Good morning, John Boy. How's things going with you? Hey, man, we are all good. Robert, hope you're doing okay first thing this morning, buddy. You feel like a winner? I am. I sure do, John Boy. Right. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get these three categories here. Maybe we'll piggyback Robert on the winner thing. All, all right. right. All right, here we go, Robert, in five seconds. We need three brands of beer. Ready, okay. go. Budweiser, Miller, and Corona. Right, well, get out of the way. You got that eye. Now we need. <laughs> hey, you named three beers. Lighten up. <laughs> we need three types. I'm of... <laughs> oh, Here we go, Robert. Category number two. Very important. Got two to go. Three types right. of guns. Ready, go. A handgun, a shotgun, and a rifle. Okay, well, yeah, you can do it like that. All right, non specific. We got it. And for the win. Three TV commercials. Ready, go. Uh, car insurance, lawyers, and my pillows. All right. <laughs> oh, my pillow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he is a winner. <laughs> he does, man. All right, Roberto, you got a big old Astera Labs products prize pack. Head down to Augusta, and your name goes into the hat for our Eat More Chicken Beanie Baby Chick-fil-A Cow. We're giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> before Thanksgiving. It's like when you say even you can't believe it's coming out right. <laughs> it's great, man. I love it. Uh, Robert, you hang on with Jackie. All right. Thanks, John Boy. All right, buddy. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. But it's about 20 minutes away. But lipless says he's got some new Thanksgiving material. Oh. At least we think that's what he said. <laughs> Tuesday morning, big shows on the radio. Before we get to lipless, let's see what's happening at JD's. Howdy, friends. Well, anybody who's anybody knows Thanksgiving's a time to drink beer, watch football, binge purge, and basically just sit around on your fat ass. And we got all a feller could possibly want right here at JD's 24-hour drive-thru pun and gun auto parts pharmaceutical adult gift bait and tackle discount cigarette outlet. We got fried eddies, rollades, beer funnels, handguns, manifolds, egg salad, bait casters, palmol, spit buckets, and live nude cranberry sauce wrestling this Tuesday night. We got plug chew, night crawlers, wedding rings, radiators, handcuffs, cortisone, bowling balls, belt sanders, and for a limited time only, vote libertarian or burning hell pool tables. And don't forget to show up Thanksgiving night in our air-conditioned back room for the world's first indoor turkey shoot. Make sure you stop by and see Howard the town drunk dressed up like a pilgrim. We'll be using old Howard quite a bit since his parole officer gave us okay. Don't spend another Thanksgiving with a bunch of in-laws you'd rather shoot than eat with. Drop by JD's 24-hour drive through Pontagon Auto Parts.
Lynch Pharmaceutical Adult Gift Bait and Tackle Discount Cigarette Outlet. Come visit our new location just outside of Shinville, North Carolina, next to Big Dave's House of Compost. Do it today! J.D.'s, J.D.'s, what a southern boy needs. <laughs> Tuesday morning, got the big show on the radio. From the desk of Tatertainment News, we got What to Watch. Coming up here in about 20 minutes. Now, we got Lipless. Oh, yeah, how are you, y'all? Boy? How are you, How are y'all doing, boy? Hey, Jackie. Hey, Lipless. And I feel your favorite. You'll always be my favorite. Oh, you're going to love what you want. Just win it. <laughs> love me more. Well, Thanksgiving time is almost here, so today I'm bringing out... Some of my all-time favorite Thanksgiving shows. All right. I really going to translate. If anything don't go out clear, because y'all know my lips don't touch my talk. <laughs> right. Yeah, if it doesn't come out clear, I'll help Chris. Yeah, all right. All right. Y'all ready? Ready yeah. to go. Sure. Let the things begin. <laughs> all right. Why did the turkey cross the road? Why did the turkey uh, cross the road? the road? He wanted people to think he was a chicken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had he was running from the water all guy. He's running from running the butter from, ball. Oh, the butter ball. Guy. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Getting nervous right, around sure, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. What do Halloween and Thanksgiving have in common? What do huh? Halloween and Thanksgiving have Halloween. in common? Uh-huh. They both have a lot of goblins. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. that's a lot better than what I had. Uh, yeah. I had, Wotone's got a Charlie Brown special. <laughs> a Charlie Brown. That's actually more of a fact than it is a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Uh, what kind of music do the pilgrims listen to? What kind of music, music. do the pilgrims listen uh-huh. to? Plymouth Rock. I had probably just church music hymns because they don't like secular music. Just church hymns. They don't <laughs> like secular music. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, Let's get back to the turkeys. Right. What right. did a turkey say to the turkey hunter the day before Thanksgiving? The turkey say to the turkey hunter. hunter. Well, the day before, before Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. Quack, quack. I didn't fall you right now. We'll leave you the duck. Yeah. Well, I had, look, there's a turkey behind you. And he ran off and hid in the bushes while the guy was distracted. That's so what he was trying to distract. Yeah. In the bushes? Yeah. Yeah. Bushes. Bushes. Yeah. Uh, why did a turkey join the rock band? Why did the turkey join the rock band? He already had his own drumsticks. He heard it was a great way to eat chicks. A great way to meet chicks. Oh, chicks. That's actually not bad. Thank you very much. I'm gaining on it. <laughs> what side dish do you bring for Thanksgiving if you accidentally sat on the sweet tater? <laughs> what side dish do you bring if you accidentally sit on the sweet potato? Squash casserole. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't know what I got. What you got? I had asparagus. You had uh, ask what? asparagus. As- asparagus. I'm not sure what I was going for on that. I think we know. I'm going to figure out. Right. So, why do a pilgrim's pants always fall down? Why do a pilgrim's <laughs> pants always fall down? He wears his belt buckle on his hat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, that is a- 
figured it out. I never really quite figured that one out. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I had it because he unbuttons his wrenches after he eats. <laughs> Y'all do that? Yeah. What? <laughs> Why was a Thanksgiving soup so expensive? Why was the Thanksgiving soup, soup. soup. so expensive? So expensive. Oh, right. It had 24 carrots. Oh, <laughs> I had supply chain problems. <laughs> supply chain problems. Yeah. Uh, very topical. Yeah, yeah. 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 Too close to home. All right, here you go, here you go, y'all. If you worried about COVID, what's mm. the safest thing to have for Thanksgiving dinner? Worried about COVID, what's the safest thing to have for Thanksgiving? Mask potatoes. I had Uber Eats. Because they bring it to your house and you don't have to wait around any sick people. <laughs> Uber, Uber Eats. Oh, Uber. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Uber. Oh, ladder weeds. Why is it a bad idea to take a turkey to church? Bad idea to take a turkey to turkey church. church. Well, they use a lot of foul language. Y'all know I have. Yeah, what'd you yes. have? Low shovel ain't house broken, so they poop all over the sanctuary. They're I'm sorry? House, no They're idea. not house broken, so they poop all over <laughs> the sanctuary. All, the sanctuary. <laughs> all right, y'all. One more. I've yeah. got to get your okay. right, right, one, one more. more. What smells the best on Thanksgiving? What smells the best on oh, Thanksgiving? Your nose. I had usually the food. Usually the food. Well, it's all wrong with me today. Y'all have a good Thanksgiving. I'll try to get by here again sometime between now and Christmas. All right? right. I'll save us a gold Christmas jokes. Christmas jokes coming up. Okay. This is Litless saying this is Litless. Bye, Jackie. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. Hello, Blimsy Primus here. And when I'm on this side of the pond, I get my daily dose of culture and edification every morning from these two delightful lads, John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. You know, I hate to break it to you boys, but where I come from, you're all Yankees. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Good morning, it's Big Show on the Radio. Passing me request from Jonathan Rudd. Fellow Graham, North Carolina, Red Devil. You know where I thought I'm not going to give away my diploma. Granny Porter, I might need that if I have to get a job. Yeah. Which is a pretty good possibility (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, now we're going in. Everybody worried about uh, I'm going to retire while I'm giving stuff away. Yep. They have to say, she's worried about going in witness protection (laughs) program. Are you testifying (laughs) at a mob trial or something? (laughs) I mean, you do have that element around you from time to time. I just got a bunch of stuff I want to share with our listeners. That's the deal. Y'all don't worry about it. His wife said, get rid of this crap. The first classic bit request of the morning from Mr. Rudd. 
And now it's story time with your host, Carl Childers. Mm. Married this little old girl one time. Her granny's plumb crazy about her. Crazy like in love, not crazy like in the nervous hospital. <laughs> I reckon she felt the same way about her. Well, sir, that granny spoiled her a good bit. Even carried her over to that big shopping mall there next to the dollar store where she go to get her candy and a pop. And Granny bought her an old red cape. Mm. Kindly like Superman. <laughs> Some folks calls him Clark Kent. I calls him Superman. She wore it all the time, make her Granny happy. Wore it so much, mm. folks started calling her Little Red Riding Hood. I reckon that's where they got the name of that story. <laughs> well, sir, Red Riding Hood's granny got to feeling a bit poorly. She was old and give out. Red Riding Hood figured her granny there'd feel a good bit better if she had some biscuits and mustard. And a little of that corn liquor her mama fixed up in the bathtub there. Some folks calls it moonshine, I call it corn liquor. <laughs> So she fixed her up a poke with that book and or with that and along with a book on carpentry and a, a book on Christmas and the Bible. Mm. Red Riding Hood's mama told her stay on that path, not fool around and wander off into the woods, Summers. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood said, all right then. <laughs> Well, sir, she no sooner got out there in the woods than she come up on this here wolf. That wolf was kindly cruel. Weren't right in the head, neither. Standing over by this tree and drooling and rubbing feces in his hair. Some folks calls it poop. I call it feces. Well, he see that little red riding hood coming along, and he just lit up. Seems like he could have used him something rather to eat. But he tried to make friends with Little Red Riding Hood. He wouldn't have nothing to do with him. Mm. Probably all that feces in his hair and whatnot. <laughs> well, sir, he's a fixing a pounce on Red Riding Hood. Before she wandered off, Summers. He's going to bite her head clean off. She let slip as she's going to her granny's house. Mm. Take her some supplies and whatnot. Mm. Well, sir, that wolf figured if he played his cards right, he could live high on the hog and eat them both. <laughs> so while Little Red Riding Hood was out in them woods fooling around like her mama told her not to, that wolf hightailed it over to Granny's house. That old wolf knocked on the door. The minute Granny opened it, he swallowed her down. Didn't even take time to put no mustard on her. <laughs> And that wolf, he dressed up in some of her old night clothes there. Looked mighty funny, I reckon. Not funny, ha-ha, funny queer. Before long, Red Riding Hood come along. She got a gander at that old wolf in Granny's pajamas, and she knowed something is up. She asked her granny what is going on with them big old ears and them big old eyes and whatnot. That wolf said it is for a hearing and seeing her a good bit better. Guess Red Riding Hood weren't bothered all that much by that hair and that tail and such. And she asked about that big old mouth. 
Well, sir, that seems to send that wolf right over the edge. I figured he knowed the jig is up. He grabbed up Little Red Riding Hood and just a licking his chops. Well, sir, she finally put two and two together and pretty much figured out what happened. She said, what'd you kill Granny for? What'd you kill Granny for? <laughs> That wolf was about to swallow her down when all of a sudden these three little pigs come a-busting in. They's taking their lawnmower blade over to Mr. Bill Cox's outfit to get it sharpened and they heard all the racket. They got a good look at that wolf. Mm, them little porkers just saw red. Seems like they still hot at him for all that huffing and a-puffing and, and house-wrecking he did to them. They weren't no bigger than a squirrel, but they still took that lawnmower blade and killed him. <laughs> Cut him plumb near in half. Well, sir, out popped Granny, good as new. They all made a big pot of wolf stew and mm, got pretty well lit on that corn liquor. <laughs> Red Riding Hood even gave them that book on carpentry so they could build them houses back. <laughs> mm, moral of the story is, if and you go a talking to a wolf with feces in his hair, you might need them little pigs to save your bacon. Story time with Carl Childers is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product, chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. You reckon you like bacon, little feller? <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boyd Jeopardy, the winner. Well, I lick my fingers. I'm not wow. trying to gag myself. <laughs> I feel I feel uh, right uh, along with that. I'm doing Jackie's job here. I'm sorry. Okie dokie. Uh, liquid Performance <laughs> Automotive Cleaning and Detailing Kit. Liquid See? Performance, the world's highest quality full synthetic gasoline and diesel fuel additives available at all Napa Auto Parts stores. You go to BigShow.com, click on the Liquid Performance banner, get 20% off when you enter code JBB at checkout. We'll play for that, and your name will go into the hat for our Chick-fil-A Eat More Chicken Beanie Baby Cow, just in time for Thanksgiving. To remind you of food. Because <laughs> you can eat it? <laughs> All right, but right now, it's time for What to Watch. From the desk of Entertainment News. Been a while since I've done. forgot how to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, here she is, Marcy. <laughs> I saw that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, hey, no problem. Looking at the box office recap from the weekend, Ghostbusters Afterlife opened at number one with a $44 million weekend. Ah, uh, and I think we got our movie reviewer. I think he saw that over our vacation. Oh. He's going to tell us all about it here. Perfect. Uh-huh. Perfect. Uh, Marvel's Eternals drops to second place, made room for Ghostbusters. Clifford, the big red dog, comes in third. King Richard opened in fourth place. It's uh, It has Will Smith as Richard Williams, father of tennis legends Venus and Serena Williams. Ah. It's like, you know what uh, Earl Woods was to golf with his son, yeah, Tiger? Tom? He's like, he was the same way with the with the sisters. Is, is he the daddy of the, of the sisters? Yeah, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are his daughters. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And Dune dropped to fifth place. All right. Trent, and, and anybody hear about the Eternals? I remember when I broke the news, I heard it stunk. And y'all were surprised that I... I don't know. It's still at no, it's at number two. It says still, I wrote, yeah. I might have got bad information. 
<laughs> wow, you dropped that really this quick. This is why yeah. Tater does the segment, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. yeah. uh, I'm going to carry on. You're you doing a great to, job. You can listen to the critics, but follow the money, uh, as Hanson would say. Uh, trending over on Netflix, Tiger King Season 2 oh, is out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir, it's here. Really? It's yeah. here. Five new episodes about some of the worst people in the world. Mm-hmm. See, so, this is the stuff they cut out of the first one because the guy that, that was putting it together went, nah, you don't need that. Just oh, no, so, just, so that was right. The Carol Baskins, I remember the yeah. previous you reported that she said it was all just leftover stuff, so she, she wasn't going to comment it. on yeah, it. Yeah, she didn't yeah. approve. She, yeah. you know. She, okay. You, you remember how hot that show was? Oh, if they yeah. had anything else good, they'd have right. stuck it in right. there. <laughs> he had no idea it was going to soar the so way So anyway, happy did. Thanksgiving, exactly. everybody. Exactly. There you are. <laughs> so if you don't want to watch that, Red Notice is out. Red Notice is a crime caper with a strong comedy vibe starring Dwayne The Rock uh, Johnson. Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's one person. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. Johnson? Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Golden Godot. Gal Godot. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Ah. The new Wonder Woman. And I'm saying Gal because I saw Ryan Reynolds do an interview and he called her Gal. And I figured since he worked with her. Yeah. 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 So Um. I'm just going on what... You know, Johnny, what would you do? We should ask you. <laughs> but it you, was, could, you could listen to how she says it. Then I haven't have heard her say her name. But anyway, it's really good. I saw it already. Is that right? Not Wonder Woman, but Red Notice. It okay, is Red really, Notice. really, yeah. It's it it and moves Ryan, along pretty good. And Ryan really Reynolds does, yeah. does not let you down. He's right. still I love Ryan Reynolds. Funny. Yes. No, no, is crush. this a series or one movie? It's, it's, one a, movie. it's a movie, yeah. One movie. It's a, okay. made for Netflix, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Then you'll want to watch over and over. That's one. All right. Hellbound. This is a South Korean thriller about unearthly beings who send people to hell and give rise to a religious group founded on the idea of divine justice. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. There you are, guys. Huh? After your stuff, you know, all gather around the TV, watch Hellbound. Watch a bunch of Koreans go to hell. All right. All righty, then. And you may have already seen this, but Netflix is new to having it. Moneyball. Oh, good movie. Yeah, Brad yeah, Pitt, yeah. Jonah oh, yeah. Hill, oh, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman, yeah. and Chris Pratt. They all star in the true story of Billy uh, Bean, who reinvented the Oakland A's and basically created the modern game of baseball. I've seen that several times. That's pretty That's solid. Movie. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, 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 and okay. last but not least, If I Leave Here Tomorrow, and it's a new documentary about rock legends Leonard Skinner with original footage and new interviews. All right. Okay. So you mix it up there. Mm-hmm. Nude uh, interviews? New, <laughs> oh, new interviews. You okay. hear what You've you want to hear. Well, you don't want any of them doing new <laughs> interviews at this point. And that's a wrap. All right, right that's a wrap. And what we got here is uh, yesterday we had Nick Searcy, our favorite Hollywood actor, join us. He's got a new movie being released tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day, Capital Punishment. The trailer is up at CapitalPunishmentTheMovie.com. And that's the only place you can see this movie right now. You will be able to see the whole thing, CapitalPunishmentTheMovie.com. It premieres tomorrow. Okay. All right. Is that a wrap? That is a wrap. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, well, both of us are finished. <laughs> yeah. That was two right. wraps. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get us a winner. Let's play John Boyd Jeopardy. Review yesterday's question. Despite what you may have pictured in your head, there were only five of these at the very first Thanksgiving celebration in 1621. That would be women. It was women. And it's bold the whole thing. They didn't dress like that either. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I did it. (laughs) Today's John Boy Jeopardy. It's worth noting that the U.S. government is the world's number one consumer of helium gas. 
And this is who is number two. Uh, the guy that does the voice of SpongeBob? What <laughs> <laughs> y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. Tuesday morning, big shows on the radio and a video today brought to you by Nickel Store in Rock Hill, South Carolina, your hunting headquarters. Fisherman visited by American Bald Eagle. Hey, man, you want a little fish? That's a nice fisherman. Sharon. He's Karen. Check it out. Make your daily visit to bigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's and now your host, an American who is frequently visited by bald fishermen, <laughs> he is John Moore. Let's say hey to Tim out of Valley Head, Alabama. Good morning, Tim. What do you say, John Boy? <laughs> so I say welcome in here to Big Show, Tim. You first up. Let's see what you got. All right. So, worth noting, the U.S. government is the world's number one consumer of helium gas. And this is who is number two. Uh, would it be the Macy's Day Parade? Would it be the Macy's Day Parade? Jeopardy question, perfectly positioned here, a day away from Thanksgiving. Boy, if it's not, this is really going to be a letdown. <laughs> Are you getting paid by the word? <laughs> Let's see. Southeast. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that was close. I was giving a shout out to you in my own way for coming up with perfectly timed questions here. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, the day after tomorrow. Well, right. it usually comes out as sarcastic, so <laughs> I, you'll yes, have to forgive does. me. I was off guard. Well, That's we still got us. plenty of show left. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the meantime, Tim down in Valleyhead got the big old liquid performance prize pack headed his way. And, Tim, your name's in the hat for our Eat More Chicken Chick-fil-A Cow Beanie Baby that I uncovered under some other Beanie Babies in my office. <laughs> I won't okay. go into that. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, yeah, it's worth it. All right, Tim, will you hang on hey, with Jackie? Guys. Unless you want Can to I give a shout, shout out? out. Yeah, why don't you give a shout out? Hey, I want to give a shout out to all the people at Smyrna Ready Mix. Uh, may they just all have a blessed uh, holiday season. And same to y'all down there at the radio station. Well, all right, Tim, we appreciate you, buddy. Now you hang on for Jackie. All right, thank you. Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side. That fun from Thanksgiving's gone by with our buddy James Gregory.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio Tuesday, November the 23rd. I'm going to James Gregory. See what James is playing this Friday, day after Thanksgiving. You got him at the Anderson Sports and Entertainment Center in Anderson, South Carolina. Saturday, James, we have the Gem Theater in Calhoun, Georgia. The first gym he's ever been to, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> buddy John Reeve going to be playing Zanies in Nashville this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You guys know some of our buzz and James Gregory. Yeah, man, it was going back a few years when James was in the studio before Thanksgiving. Roll that. Good morning, James. Well, good morning. How are you? <laughs> hey, buddy, we're doing good. You know, so am I. I feel good today. Well, you sound good. Yeah. I, I want, first thing I want to mention this. You know, last Thursday night, I was in Somerset, Kentucky. Uh huh. And a, after the show at the merchandise table, the first thing a customer said to me was, he said, you know what? You can be pretty stupid on that wordy word show. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of hurt my feelings. James, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm happy that Thanksgiving is rolling around. I always look forward to Thanksgiving. Oh man, I know. I'm, I'm gonna be thinking about you. I just well, I, we got <laughs> we got two turkeys off out of layaway. <laughs> <laughs> Both, both of them will be fried, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, you know the Gregories are referred to as the fried family. <laughs> uh, I bet you got a lot of memories growing up around Thanksgiving, though. Oh, yes, always related to food, too. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, there's all kind of people going to be there, you know. That's a, it's always good to see the kin folks, but it's always glad to know there's just one day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, hey James, I was going to ask Some you. These people, go ahead. Do, do you have a relative that always brings like like you know their dish, but it's not too good, or can everybody in your family cook? Well, you know what, my sister. We always do it at my sister's house, and she brings about eighty percent of everything. But there's always some people that bring food. You know, they they want to contribute, so they bring food. You know? Right, right, yeah. And uh, of course, I got now her neighbor. She's got a neighbor. It's a big fat woman, John Boy. Uh-huh. It's just a neighbor, but she lives alone, so she always comes over to my sister's house anyway. That's she nice. don't bring any food, but she always brings a bunch of medicine. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. She, she can't she go anywhere. She takes her a water pill. Uh-huh. You know these people? She's got pills she takes before she eats, but after she eats, she says, you know what? I better take a water pill. <laughs> Here's what she says. You've heard this before. You know, she says, you know, I believe most of my weight is mainly fluid anyway. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just fluid, John Boy. Yeah. Right. So uh, one water pill. That'll, <laughs> right. that'll hook it right up. How big is this and, pill? And then, and then one of my nephews, one of my nephews, you know, he married a Hispanic girl. Uh-huh. So I guess she'll bring nachos and stuff. Uh-huh. But, it's all going to be good, though. It's all going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just a perfect time to see your show after Thanksgiving. Oh, exactly. It's just perfect. <laughs> I'm just happy to spend the afternoon and leave and not have anybody wanting me to co-sign. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> you get there without co-signing. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm still working now. I could retire years ago mm. if I had not co-signed for everybody. <laughs> But it was my own fault, though. You know, years ago when I started to make good money, I hate to brag, but, you know, I make pretty good money. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
and uh, I upgraded to a double wide. Oh, uh, yeah, well, you can't have And then money. once I got a double wide, then I had the other folks, they wanted one too. So uh-huh. I'm making payments for everybody. Because right. once those people make one or two payments, they just quit paying. <laughs> and they, they know the creditor is going to call the cosigner. <laughs> so that's my situation. That's why I keep buying the Powerball numbers. I keep hoping that once I rip the right six numbers, all this could end. Mm-hmm. Man, we were talking about you the other day. I think it was last week on the current events quiz. Some guy won a million dollars on the lottery, moved to Michigan, you know, to get away, and then, right. then won another won million again. dollars. You know what? I saw that. Did you see that? <laughs> I saw that. See, I believe, I believe it's a scam. Hmm. <laughs> must he, he must know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I know I appreciate you mentioning my website, and I want people to know that when you click on to the James Gregory website, funniestman.com, mm-hmm. It comes right on. It comes right on. This is not a government oh. website. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> really? This is this is a free enterprise website. It works. Mm. <laughs> so you, you you ain't waste a lot of money on navigators. No. And, it, and 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 I didn't have to pay a hundred million dollars for it either. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and then of course after James shows this Friday and Saturday night comedy zone. Meet him up in person. He's right there with all his stuff right there at the tables after the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope they buy some this time. Last time I was in Charlotte, they didn't buy much. Huh. You know? do that. I hate to I hate to sound so gross like that, but uh. I, the people should know. I love meeting the people. I love doing the shows. I've been coming to Charlotte for almost thirty years. You know. Uh-huh. But basically, I'm there for the money. You know that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I gotta have this. And, and here's something else too. I've mentioned this before. And I love you guys. I really love you guys. You know I love you. Yes, sir. You know what I'm about? Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm not too happy about having to sign John Boy Billy merchandise. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> really, they'll show up and say, can you sign this? And it's like a, a bottle of sauce or it's a mm. bottle of water or yeah. it's a T-shirt. I'm saying, I ain't making no money. But I'll sign it. I'll sign it. Maybe pour out a little of that grilling sauce in a Dixon cup or something. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't mind helping you guys out. All right, we're back there with you, buddy. Well, y'all, uh, James's website, funniestman.com, for your tickets this Friday and Saturday night, Comedy Zone, Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina Music Factory, CLT, ComedyZone.com. Also call 980-321-4702. Well, James, you have a happy Thanksgiving. Travel safe, buddy. Thank you. I love you guys. Hey, we love you, man. We'll see you soon. All right, thanks. All right, (laughs) funniestman.com. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio, Tuesday, November 23rd, about 20 minutes. We talk to our favorite Hollywood actor, Nick Searcy. He's got a brand new movie, Capital Punishment, that opens on Thanksgiving Day by the January 6th stuff happening in Washington. It's the only place you can see it, capitalpunishmentthemovie.com. You can see the trailer now. All right, and then, about 20 minutes, hang on for Nick. 
Well, the summer movies kept him busy, and now we're getting into the big holiday movie season, so let's find out what he's seen. Welcome back to the big show, Rabbi Myron Bergstein. Shalom, homies. Hey. What's happening, John Boyum and Billy Goyum? Uh, pull up a chair, Rabbi. Hey, uh, Midnight Plowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I know I tried to keep you away from the flowery introductions, but... Uh, this one was weak. Oh, uh, how so? Well, for example, let's find out what he's seen. You might as well add it so we can wrap this up and get back to the football scores and fart jokes. <laughs> well, that was not my intention. Hey, Rabbi. look, Larry the stable boy. If I'm not wanted, just say so. I'm a busy guy, you know. The last thing I want to do is waste my valuable time including on your precious show. I got places to go and people to see. I'm in demand. Well, if, if you really need to go, you know, go ahead. I got nothing else to do. Okay. <laughs> so what'd you wind up seeing? Well, you know, there wasn't much to choose from. But even if there was, I'd have passed over all of them to see this picture. Ghost Breakers Afterwards. <laughs> well, does this have anything to do with the female version from a few years ago? No, thank God. Please. <laughs> yeah. This was much better. Not that it would be that hard. Remember the first two uh, Ghost Breakers movies? <laughs> well, this is sort of a sequel to them. Uh, so what's it about? About two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it won't cut into much of you doing redneck stuff time. <laughs> now, this takes place years after the original. When a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbreakers and the secret <laughs> legacy their grandfather left behind. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this movie right here brings back a little of that old zip that the original had. You know, I, I saw the little tiny marshmallow men in a commercial, so uh, what, what about that disgusting Slimer? No, Governor Cuomo is not in this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that little uh, green blob that eats everything. You're going to need to be more specific. <laughs> yeah, he's back. And so is the skinny chick with the uh, uh, flat-top hairdo. That they fought at the end. Spoiler alert. She's still hot. <laughs> Not my type, but between you and me, ooh, I'd be all over that like gefilte fish on a matzo. Huh? Well, uh, I kind of liked her, too. Take a number, Mr. Green Beans. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, it was great fun. They even brought back the original Ghostbreakers. Man! They are old. <laughs> Two more movies and they'll be ghosts. <laughs> so, how, how's the rest of the cast? Ah, it's a lot of people I didn't know. Bunch of noisy, nerdy kids I could have done without. Mm. The mom, eh, she's kind of hot. <laughs> but the one guy I did recognize was that uh, the fella that played the ant guy in that superhero movie. He's got a he's got a real likable way about him. Seems like a nice boy. Of course. Yeah. I'm talking about the adorable Paul Newman. No. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Say what? The actor is Paul Rudd. I thought that was the guy who rode all over screaming, the British are here, the British are here. That's Paul Revere. I thought that was the guy who put shrimps on the Barbie doll and wrestled alligators. That's Paul Hogan. <laughs> I thought that was the guy sent a, sent a square sissy boy back in the sissy boys were fun. No, no, that's, that's Paul Lind. I thought, I thought that was the long-winded guy who always had to tell you about the rest of the story. No, that's Paul Harvey. <laughs> I thought that was a, a Congress guy who looked like a hobbit. That's Ron Paul. 
I thought that was the guy with the big hat who handed out crackers on Easter. That's Pope Paul. <laughs> so who am I thinking of? Paul Rudd. You know, he could have warned more people if he'd have drove instead of riding a horse. <laughs> okay, so what do you think? I think he needs to get back on the road and start yelling, the commies are here, the commies are here. Oh, <laughs> God, the movie. Ah, well, this, this, this is a good movie. Ah, okay. There's no two ways about it. And the end... I don't want to give nothing away. But if you don't cry, you got no soul. (laughs) I give this movie four out of five yarmulkes. Let me tell you something for nothing. If you don't like this movie, don't ever speak to me again. You're dead to me. I'm threatening me. I'm blocked by number. Drop dead, you moron. Wow. If you don't like it, roll it into a ball and stick it up your spaghetti, you animal. But you know... You're entitled to your own opinion. <laughs> but remember, don't forget to see a matinee. It's cheaper. Good morning. The Big Show is on your radio. I'll tell you, I've never seen anything like it in my life. The sun's barely up. There's food everywhere flying through the air on plates and bowls and hands. People eat it with their fingers, their feet, other people's feet. It's unbelievable. And oi, with a spread you can't imagine. Ribs and chicken and biscuits and whole pigs on a great big stick. That's what it's like at the John Boy and Billy Big Show. It's a buffet from start to finish. There should be a cover charge, I'll tell you. The only thing missing, napkins. I guess that's what your shirt is for. Oh, you made the dry cleaning bill. Oh, my head. You gonna eat that? Show on the radio Tuesday, November the twenty third. We got coming in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Hollywood buddy Nick Cersei got a new movie opening this Thanksgiving. And Nick to tell us all about that in just a second. First, I know we haven't played the turkey song yet. Sure, we get to enjoy it because Tater sings it a lot. <laughs> and odd times of the year too. Let's <laughs> hear the original artist. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not that much better. <laughs> there he is, Adam Sandler. Love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should, cause it's turkey. So good. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> is a special night. Jimmy Walker. 
gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD. <laughs> White meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. <laughs> Turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Oh, turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, boo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win is the Current Events Quiz. Take C, get a variety pack of Astera Labs products, pharmaceutical-grade CBD made in the USA, no bitter aftertaste. Go to BigShow.com, click on the banner, enter code JBB, 20% off on all CBD products. Must be 18 to win. Well, let's welcome our favorite actor from Hollywood, California, born in the mountains of North Carolina, made his way out west to seek fame and fortune, and he succeeded. Television, movies, ah, he's a mass communicator. He is Nick Searcy. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, sir. International film and television star Nick Searcy reporting for duty. <laughs> That's our boy. All right, Nick, well, before we get into it, uh, telling a brand new movie opening on Thanksgiving Day, you understand you just finished two westerns and you can barely walk. <laughs> That's right. I did. I did a Western in, with Nicolas Cage in Livingston, Montana, back in August. Uh-huh. And on that movie was the same armorer that then went on to work with Alec Baldwin. I was going to so, ask you that question because I heard <laughs> that the, he had some kind of a dust-up with the armorer on that movie. I was wondering if it was the same oh, one. Oh, really? Yes. And then uh, I got uh, another movie like two weeks later in the same town. So I did two back-to-back Westerns, wow. same town, Livingston, Montana. <laughs> but the wow. second Western is uh, the Gina Carano movie, uh, Terror on the Prairie. It was fun, but I kept saying, does this look like Walter Brennan trying to get from the house to the stable? You know, I'm, I'm not built to be an action star. Seven years ago, this would have been fun. Now it's just hell. I know. I, I remember on that chase scene when you were on Justified, and you had to chase oh, that guy. Yeah. You had to stop and breathe. I know. I'm guessing well, that, that, usually, wasn't on your, that probably wasn't on your reel that you gave when you were auditioning. <laughs> No, it wasn't. I gave them a reel of a bunch of stunt guys riding horses. <laughs> <again. I'll laughs> say that. Awesome. Well, glad you made it through. Let us know when those are opening so we can see, you know, we are your number one fans here, Nick. And uh, I want you to tell our listeners about this movie you made that's opening Thanksgiving Day, the day after tomorrow, called Capital Punishment. It's all about the yeah. January 6th thing that happened. 
Yeah, thank you. I mean, it, it's uh, available at capitalpunishmentthemovie.com. You can pre-order it, and it's available Thanksgiving Day. But basically the movie came about because, uh, you know, I was there in Washington on January 6th. I wasn't there to make a movie. I just I just went there because I'm a great person. Yeah. And so I, I just sort of saw what happened there, and, you know, at least my experience of it, and it was nothing like what the media said about it. You know, I didn't see any of the violence. Most of the people there were, like, my age or older. I mean, what are we going to – what are we armed with, like blood pressure medicine? <laughs> I, what are we going to do? You know, so – we decided, you know, after the thing went on, it's like, let's, uh, but really as we got going and we started talking to people who had their doors broken down by the FBI and who have been like really terrorized by, uh, just having gone to Washington that day, most of whom, most of these people never went in the building, never did anything violent and they're being treated like terrorists. So the more that we discovered about this, the movie kind of changed into capital punishment because it feels like these people are being punished simply for going there that day. That's not what I saw. So I just decided to make a movie about what I saw. But you you didn't go inside, right? I saw people, I saw the police move the barricades and wave people in. I saw people that were going in, but I didn't see anybody rushing in, and I didn't see any of the violence. Maybe I was on the wrong side of the building, you know, but I saw a lot of people peacefully going into the building, but I didn't go. Well, uh, this is definitely where folks can see the other side of that. So Capital Punishment, and uh, you have to get it at Capital Punishment, the movie. That's all one word, CapitalPunishmentTheMovie.com. Uh, the trailer is up now. It's, yeah, it's on that same site. You can go see the on trailer the same site. Okay, so y'all can see the trailer, and then you can order it on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. So will this be the only place uh, right now, Nick, that, that you can get the movie? Yeah, the first few weeks is going to be exclusively at that site we're gonna you know probably expand it after that but uh right. that's that's the only place to get it for now okay. and it's a very you know as, as you know i don't make very controversial movies or statements so it's a very very middle of the road mainstream movie that i think the whole family will love on thanksgiving evening all right well, there you go. <laughs> well, I think you're right on that. And especially when Nick's been overworked, can't get up to, to change the channel that easy. Yeah, I mean, if, if you, my suggestion is if you, if you have a peaceful family dinner, even though you have people of different politics uh-huh. in your family, if you want to start a fight, watch this movie. That's that what night. I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Nick, while we got you, I have to ask you about the thing, you know, with the armor. You were telling the story about working with this person. All of the stuff that happened on the, on the set of the Alec Baldwin movie. Talk about your experience, because I know you've done movies where there was there were guns involved. What, what was your read on the whole thing that happened? Well, the thing I'm most mystified about is, like, you know, Justified, all these West. I mean, I've done a lot of movies mm-hmm. with guns. Mm-hmm. One thing that uh, was noteworthy about it is, like, most of the time, I can't remember ever actually rehearsing with the real gun. Uh When you're setting up a shot or you're rehearsing, you have a rubber gun. Mm. They don't give you the live gun until you have to either show it or shoot it while the camera's rolling. And every time they give you that gun, they show you whether it's loaded or not, how many Mm. blanks you're going to be firing. You have to know exactly what that is, and you have to acknowledge it to the armorer. It's just like sitting in the exit row on an airplane. You have to give a verbal acknowledgement that you have, you know, you understood the instructions and you're willing to help. It's the same thing with the gun. So I don't know how all of those things could have been ignored. 
So, I mean, so many things had to go wrong for this to happen. Right, right. You know, it, it just, there were so many protocols. And the thing that's kind of infuriating about it is, you know, they're trying to say now we're not ever going to use real guns in Hollywood movies again, you know, and all this. And it's like, that's not the problem. I mean, mm. we've had these protocols in place for decades, mm. decades and decades with no one getting hurt. And then all of a sudden you have an accident like this where none of these protocols were followed and you want to just erase a whole profession. You want to get rid of armorers altogether on movies. It's, it's, it, well, it's totally wrong. Well, I that, mean, I, that's that, that's just their game plan about everything. Attack the gun. Don't worry about the person who's pulling the trigger. Well, you know, I, like I, right. I find it hard to understand why you need to use a real gun on a movie set. That's well, here, that's the here's thing. Here's a that guy that could probably me. answer that. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, what, yeah, yeah. What, what about that, Nick? Well, you know, they don't look the same. For one thing, I mean, especially if if you're doing a, a firefight and and you shoot blanks out of a real gun. Mm. You know, blanks that won't hurt anybody. You're not pointing it directly at somebody. You're doing it safely. The sound and the and the picture that it makes is just hard to replace with some sort of click gun, you know, some sort of toy gun. It just doesn't look the same. It doesn't look real. And so what the reason you do that is you're, you're trying to preserve the suspension of disbelief. You're trying to make your movie believable. And it's been done for almost 100 years, you know, that, that with very few accidents, as long as safety protocols are strictly mm-hmm. observed. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, it's like, I mean, justified. You know how many people got shot on sure, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we killed every character actor in Hollywood. You, you, you had some of the best gunfights ever recorded, yeah. man, on that. Yeah, a- and it's like nobody got hurt, and that's because... The safety protocols were strictly enforced and followed. Right. And if you do that, nothing's going to happen. Uh, I'll call uh, you from jail. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. no. What you mean, we? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Nick who? I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, this is my one phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no way. All right, buddy. Good stuff. All right, dear. Well, let's play our current events quiz here, Billy. What are we dealing with? New rules for pot at airports in New York State. 1-800-BIG-SHOW-YOU-TOLL-FREE-LINE ACROSS AMERICA. Take C and win. We play next. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a big show on the radio. We're going to do your Tuesday. Our video of the day. Fisherman visited by American Bald Eagle. Check out up close. Little cute eagle. TheBigShow.com. And then check out our weekly John Boy Stuff giveaway. Officially licensed Charlotte Hornets watch. Well, the original Charlotte Hornets before they came to Bobcats. And the Hornets back again in a beautiful but a little worn Red NBA case. You got too much rest. <laughs> I know. All right. That's just what's happening to BigShow.com. And now, Pep Squad. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Comb your hair and take a whiz. It's time for the current event quiz. Take yay. And we got Craig out of Crestview, Florida. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning. Welcome in here, buddy. Hi, you listen to Billy and hope you know how to win. Well, now that recreational marijuana is legal in New York State, airports are reportedly allowing travelers up there to board a flight with up to three ounces of pot for personal use in their regular carry-on luggage. And no, you can't use it on the plane. (laughs) Smoking of anything is not allowed. But think before you pack because the TSA employees who screen your carry-ons are federal employees, and on paper, marijuana is still illegal under federal law. The bottom line is the green stuff is still kind of a gray area, if you will. High Times Magazine says the biggest downside to the policy is, A, carrying more than three ounces could get you arrested. B, transporting pot to a non-legal state is still non-legal. 
Or C, the people most likely to fly with weed are most likely to forget what time their flight is. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Craig? I'm going to have to take C. That's a way to fly. You got the Astera Labs prize pack, Craig, and you're naming a half of that beanie baby eat more chicken Chick-fil-A cow here right before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Turkey's hard to find. I thought this maybe this would be a little help reminder. Maybe y'all could eat uh, chicken instead of turkey. You've Just, got the weirdest supply chain I've ever heard of. <laughs> and turkey's not hard to find at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So you eat more chicken. Okay. Yes. Turkeys are hard to find was my whole point about the whole... Chick-fil-A. Okay, it was near the door and I grabbed it on the way down. Ah, Thanksgiving this week. It was perfect. All right, then. Hey, Craig, let's see if it works out for you, buddy. You hang on. Get Jackie your info. Thank you very much. Y'all have a good day. All right, bro. Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Right on the other side of this report. We'll take up our time capsule over this November 23rd. Hang on for a laugh. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Yo, man, what's up? Hey, How y'all doing? Say? All right. Hey, I was in the Waffle House the other night about 2 o'clock in the morning. Of course. I mean, that's when most people end up in the Waffle House. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like they got this thing on the menu that says, call ahead and your order will be ready when you arrive. But, like, nobody ever plans to go to the Waffle House. It just kind of happens, you know? I mean, it's not the kind of thing you think about when you're having, like, a big dinner party for somebody. It's like, honey, I was thinking about having Waffle House cater that big cotillion we got coming up. Are we in their delivery area? It's like that sign they have on the door that says, we have menus in Braille. You ever think about that? I mean, the only people in the world that need to see that sign can't see that sign, you know? <laughs> what is it with the coffee in the Waffle House? Whew, what was the last fresh pot of coffee they brewed at this place when they were welcoming home the troops on VE Day? Whew, tastes like some big truck pulls up, pumps it in them big underground tanks like they got at the gas station. You know, they got it in bulk. I mean, even Ellie Mae Clampett wouldn't drink this stuff, you know what I mean? And of course, Waffle House is like soul food for white people. I mean, white people go in there, but I think I'm the only black dude ever been in this one, you know? Even though there's never any black people at the Waffle House, except maybe that brother in the paper hat behind the counter with the bad attitude. Of course, if I was working at the Waffle House, I might have an attitude too, you know? And then there's Bernice. I love her, the 300-pound waitress always working in there, you know? She got that hairdo, look like somebody stuck a funnel up her butt and blew up her head. She kept trying to shoot the breeze with me. She thought she knew me. Thought I was somebody named Sweetie. I don't know. You ever notice that? They like, they like assign you a nickname while you're there. If you don't have one, they'll let you borrow one for a little while. It's just Sweetie. Sweetie this and Sweetie that. I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like an outcast in there anyway because, like, I was the only dude in there. Didn't know everybody else in there by name. I guess when, like, when you hang out at the Waffle House, you people had to stick together, you know? I mean, I'm sorry. To me, going in the Waffle House is kind 
kind of like going in an adult bookstore or something. You know, it's like, look, baby, I'm embarrassed enough about just being in here. Don't make me talk to you, too. Now, I think they only got six people that work for the entire company at the Waffle House, and they just, like, move them around from location to location. Because I was in there the other night. I swear, the same waitress waited on me. They waited on me at the one in Myrtle Beach like three months ago, you know? Of course... I guess it's kind of hard to recruit people for the Waffle House. You know, it's like your career got to be in sad shape if you think Waffle House would be like a good move for you. Oh, but here's the capper about the whole trip. I went in this one. I said, give me two waffles. And Bernice looked at me like I was crazy. She said, we ain't got no waffles. I said, huh? She said, the waffle line been broke for two years. And I started to think about it. Yeah, you don't never see nobody go in the Waffle House and actually order waffles, you know? I have never seen that. I was like, why did they even call it the Waffle House? What was like the runny eggs, burnt hash browns, and toxic coffee house was like too long to fit on the sign on the front of the building or something. Y'all think about it. I'm Ivan Webster. John Boy and Billy. Oh, there you are, darling. I told you'd never get here. Morning Radio, done right. Good Tuesday morning, Big Show's on the radio. Action! Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, Ricky B and the Purple Suit. As our story opens, Ricky B Sharp has just returned home after an unexpected Saturday detour. Hey, Phil! Ricky B here. Yeah, I ain't gonna be able to make it to sports run for the ball game. I've been gone all day, just got home. Oh, Lucy's supposed to pull a shift at the church thrift shop today, but she woke up with one of her migraine headaches and asked me to fill in. Well, of course I did it. What do you mean, why? When a man's wife needs help, he gives it to her. Plus, speaking of giving it to her, after Lucy's migraines clear up, she gets horny as the dickens. (laughs) I wasn't about to miss a little post-migraine hibbity-jibbity. I'll call you later. All right, Hoss, bye. Uh, Ricky, is that you? I'm still laying in here in the bedroom where I've been all day long. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how you feeling, sweetie? Oh, I think my head's almost quit hurting. Thanks for filling in for me today. How'd it go? Well, not only am I Dothan's most beloved fast food mascot... I'm also the new Baptist Thrift Shop Salesman of the Month. Wait a minute. You worked one day and they made you Salesman of the Month? You must have made a mighty big sale. You ready for this? I sold uh, the purple suit. The purple suit? That ugly old three-piece that's been in the window for six months? The one that looks like something the Joker would wear to fight Batman? (laughs) Well... Who bought it? Ah, some old geezer came in wanting something snazzy to wear to his grandson's wedding. And you sold him the purple suit? Well, uh, how? How? <laughs> With my legendary salesmanship. <laughs> I sold him on the distinctive styling, the durable materials, and the excellent craftsmanship. Well, you sure did a good job. Ricky, 
Well, why is your hand all bandaged up? Huh? Yeah, your hand all bandaged up. Oh, I had a little incident at the thrift shop. When I was handing the old geezer the purple suit, the CNI dog bit me. Son of a... <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Enough talking. Get them jammies off his pillow. Only last four hours. Tune in again next time. We'll hear the crusty old animal control guy say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. At least don't do that top two damn fuck. Good morning. A lot more Big Show coming up. John Boy and Billy Big Show feels picky. I'm up you. Oh, Marcel. You picked an awful time to call. Well, listen to the radio. We're right in the middle of a news intro, you boob. No, no, not you, racing fat boy. Pull up a couple chairs and sit down. Listen, I got to go make coffee for the boys so they can go on making that audio magic known as the John Boy Billy Big Show. Carry on, straight people. Show on the radio, rolling through your Tuesday morning. Right. Coming up in minutes, all things college sports with a Pac-Man. Right, we're merging here with college basketball going on, college football action. It's rivalry week. Oh God, it so good with that. Rivalry week. All right. I'll let Pat take it. Technically <laughs> correct, and we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Save my pronunciation for wordy word. It's the last game of the morning oh, still to come. Yeah. You can click the on-air contest button. You make your daily visit to thebigshow.com. Can't get through. Jack and call you. Well, got that coming. As we said, Pac-Man is next. Big Show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets a Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. Includes Mount Olive hat, t-shirt, stainless tumbler, and pickle juicers. The latest innovation from the corner of cucumber and vine pickle juicers. Inconvenient two-ounce shooters, 64-ounce jugs, Mount Olive Pickles. Making great products since 1926. And you'll be the last name in a hat. My daily stuff giveaway, a Beanie Baby Chick-fil-A Eat More Chicken Cow. Just in time for Thanksgiving. Right now, joining us all things college sports, he is the man from ACC Network, Mark Packer. Good morning, Pac-Man. Good morning, John Boy Billy. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the crew and all your listeners throughout the land. It's a great week, great sports week, great family week, great food week. It's hard to beat this upcoming week. Now, I'm telling you, it's, it's got a little bit of everything, John Boy. And let me start. Let me start with basketball. We'll get to football right. here in a second. All right. Uh, yesterday, we had number one versus number two in women's basketball, South Carolina and UConn. Tonight, you've got number one versus number two in men's basketball with the Zags taking on UCLA. So uh, if you love hoops, right. we got games for you. By the way, Duke, John Boy, Duke is the only team ranked in this week's AP Top 25 from the ACC 
The last time that happened was January of 2011. Mm. How about that? Wow. Man, is it going to be a down year, hoops and ACC too, man? Uh, Johnny, it's too early to call, but, you know, we're so used around these parts having five, six teams ranked in the top 25. To only have one, uh, yeah, you'd probably have to say at the top it may be a little thin, but you know what? The competition will be good, but it's still early. So we'll see. We're only about, you know, two weeks into the season, so we'll see how that bad boy plays out. Now. Football, it's all about rivalries this week. And next week's championship week, but this week, it's all about bragging rights. And down there in Alabama, yeah, you know, it's the Iron Bowl. It's the tide rolling into Auburn to see what's going on there. Auburn, of course, on a three-game losing streak. No quarterback with Bo Nix. Just fresh off of losing to South Carolina. Alabama has already clinched the SEC West. So, regardless of what happens this weekend, the SEC championship game is the one we've talked about all year. Bama, Georgia. That will be something else. Uh, the Palmetto Bowl, just south of us. Clemson in South Carolina with Shane Beamer's a new coach in Columbia. They knocked off Auburn, as I just pointed out, to become bowl eligible. He's done a great job. Dabo and the Tigers coming off their most impressive win of the year where they just absolutely took Wake Forest to the woodshed in Death Valley. So the Tigers and the Gamecocks down in Columbia, that is always a good time. Florida State and Florida hooking up. By the way, they're both five and six. Johnny, 30 years ago, this would be a game that we'd talk about, hey, the winner probably got the inside track to win the national championship. Now we're talking this day and age, hey, whoever wins gets to go to a bowl. Wow. Dan Mullen out as the head football coach at Florida. He got canned on Sunday. Uh, Georgia Tech, Georgia is good old-fashioned hate. It'd probably be a good old-fashioned beatdown. The dogs are too good. Ohio State, Michigan, you know what that's all about in the Big Ten East. Man, the Buckeyes were awesome over the weekend, knocking off Michigan State. Michigan's on a roll. The Buckeyes have owned this series of late. We'll see what happens this weekend up in Ann Arbor. So it's going to be tremendous. But we already know SEC championship game will be Bama and Georgia. And the ACC, Pittsburgh has already clinched the Coastal. The Atlantic division is pretty simple. If Wake Forest beats Boston College, Wake Forest is coming to our city here in Charlotte to take on Pitt. If Wake loses, then you got to wait and see. NC State, North Carolina, they play Friday night. The Wolfpack still has a chance. They've got to beat the Tar Heels and hope Wake Forest loses. And even Dabo and the Tigers have an outside shot, but they need Wake Forest to lose to BC. They need NC State to lose to North Carolina. If that happens, Clemson will be coming into town Mm. trying to win another ACC title. So a lot of crazy stuff can happen in the ACC. We know what the SEC is all about. College football playoff poll comes out tonight. The number one team in the country is Georgia. We'll see if Ohio State makes a serious run to maybe take over that number two spot. But we're getting down to the best time of the year. Rivalries this week, championships next week, Johnny. It doesn't get any better than that. You are the man, Pac. Thank you so much, buddy. I think Randy's taking notes. He's got all the ACC figured out then. Oh, sure. Well, (laughs) yeah. yeah. You know what? If I I would have talked about color scheme, he'd have had this thing figured out 10 minutes ago. Well, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have a great thing. All right, Pac. Happy Thanksgiving, Bo. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right. You guys. See ya. There is a man, Mark Packer. All right, Dan. Well, let's play our word word game come on you're looking fine ranch 1-800 big show you told free line we'll get a couple contestants team up and play next
Good morning. It's a big show on the radio. Rolling through your Tuesday. Our video today brought to you by Nickel Store in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Your hunting and fishing headquarters. We'll get you a hot dog at lunch. And our video, Fisherman Visited by American Bald Eagle. Well, this will be a lesson, y'all fishermen. This is how you share. It's okay to do so with humans as well. It's at thebigshow.com. Be taking a classic beer request on the wall in minutes. And right now, let's do it. How well, everybody's heard about the bird. You play the wordy word and a wordy word. Let's meet a contestant. We got Jackie from Hendersonville, North Carolina. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning. And we got Parks from Simpsonville, South Carolina. Good morning, Parks. Good morning. Good morning. All right, boys, welcome. Parks, you are on Team Tater and Randy. Jackie on the John Boy Miller side. We'll do two rounds, 30 seconds each. Good luck, boys. So Parks is going to relax. Me and Jackie are going to go for the first 30 seconds. So uh, <laughs> You should have seen Jackie snap her head. <laughs> Jackie, look at that. <laughs> well, it's been a good 30 seconds since she wrote Jackie's name down. She's got, <laughs> she's covered up a lot of stuff. So. All right, the male Jackie is playing with me here. All right. Jackie, yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Start the clock now. It's a spud, Mr. Blankhead. Potato. Yeah, all right. Uh, a blank man back in prehistoric times. You lived in a what? Cave. Yeah. All right, uh, this is what you draw and color with. A... Yeah, all right. Uh, this is where smoke comes up out of your house. Damn yeah, this is like uh, what you plant to bring doves in. It's like not the moon, but the blank. What is it? Uh, uh, and it's all right. Well, we eat to four out on that board. Good work, Jackie. Good work. All right. It was like Terry Hansen was back just for a second. <laughs> I was trying not to say yeah. part of this. Yeah. Well, y'all figured that out. But Parks, you are up with Tater for your first round. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Is it big up on that last one? Go. It's a bloom. Yes. What is uh, that? He said it. This is like a horse, but it's striped. Zebra. Uh-huh. The, you, um, you, what we're listening to, uh, you might put this on something. You want to put this when you're cooking. You want to set a... When you're cooking. You don't Count, want to cook too... With, yeah, you want to uh, set... You got it. Okay. Uh, I can't... Uh, 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 this spider, if it bites you, it kills you. Black widow. Yes, sir. Wow. You uh, put this on when you're cold. Not a sheet, but... Uh, yeah, oh, that was the after the buzzer, but uh, good after. work there. Y'all got a four on the board, so it's tied up four oh, to right, four. Parks. At the round one. All right, here we go. Jackie, you up with Billy. Are you ready? Oh, Not wow, you, Jackie. Yes, <laughs> Don't worry, I ain't playing. All right, Jackie and Billy, ready, go. Your hand has four fingers and a what? Bam. There you go. This is a type of insect that's uh, named after a fire-breathing creature from mythology. Big wings. What? Dragonfly. There yeah. you go. Let's see. You might give a dozen of these to your sweetie on Valentine's Day. Roses. Yep. Uh, you're, these are on the end of your feet. You have five of these Toes. on the... Yep. There you go. Uh, this is what you smell with. 
This is the thing your on your nose. face. Yep, there you go. All right. Yeah. All right, good work, boys. Put a five on a four, a nine for Jackie. So Parks and Rendy, five will tie, six will win. Are you ready, Parks? I'm ready. And go. If you're going to get naked, you got to take all these off. Your clothes. Yep. Uh, rhymes with it. This is what we use out in the garden to get water around. Pose. Yep. Rhymes with it. This is what you do right before they take the photo. Pose. Yeah. All right. We're done rhyming. This is a, a thing you wear on your head that makes it look like you have hair. Women. A toupee. Women. Uh, no, but for women. A wig. Yes. All right. So the statue of... No, I, I misread it. Oh, you were correct, but that was yeah, the word was library. Oh, That's four. One short. Jackie wins. Nine, nine to eight. Would have been tied up. If it would have been tied. Yes, yeah, sure enough. Well, that's what right. these timed events happen. Well, Parks, you can play again anytime, my boy. We appreciate you. Oh, wow. Yay. <laughs> oh, man, good game. Man, look at you, Jackie, up in Hendersonville. You got to mount out of Pickles Prize Pack, and you're the last name in the hat for the Chick-fil-A Beanie Baby Cow giving away, all right? Oh, yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> good game, man. Good game. Thank you, boy. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Time for the classic beer request of the morning. So we got on the wall, Jonathan Rudd. Jonathan says, Carl, story time. Little Red Riding Hood is side-splitting. Shout out to John Boy from uh, Graham Red Devil. All right. Graham High School alumnus, Jonathan. I got my diploma right here. Hey, that'd be, that might be a good thing to give away. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll quit thinking. Are you trying to come up with a new identity or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jonathan Rudd, your request is coming up next. <laughs> Classic beer request from Jonathan Rudd, fellow Graham, North Carolina, Red Devil. You know where I thought I'm not going to give away my diploma. Randy Porter, I might need that if I have to get a job. Yeah, which is a pretty good possibility (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, now we're going in. Everybody's everybody worried about, uh, I'm going to retire while I'm giving stuff away. Yep. They just said, we're there. she's worried about going in witness protection program. <laughs> Are you testifying at a mob trial or something? <laughs> I mean, you do have that element around you from time to time. I just got a bunch of stuff I want to share with our listeners. That's the deal. Y'all don't worry about it. Right. Mm-hmm. His wife said, get rid of this crap. The first thing, classic bit request of the morning from Mr. Rudd. And now it's story time with your host, Carl Childers. Married this little old girl one time. Her granny's plumb crazy about her. Crazy like in love, not crazy like in the nervous hospital. <laughs> I reckon she felt the same way about her. Well, sir, that granny spoiled her a good bit. Even carried her over to that big shopping mall there next to the dollar store where <laughs> she'd go to get her candy and a pop. 
And Granny bought her an old red cape. Mm. Kindly like Superman. <laughs> Some folks calls him Clark Kent. I calls him Superman. She wore it all the time, make her granny happy. Wore it so much, mm, folks started calling her Little Red Riding Hood. I reckon that's where they got the name of that story. <laughs> well, sir, Red Riding Hood's granny got to feeling a bit poorly. She was old and give out. Red Riding Hood figured her granny there'd feel a good bit better if and she had some biscuits and mustard. <laughs> A little of that corn liquor her mama fixed up in the bathtub there. Some folks calls it moonshine, I call it corn liquor. <laughs> so she fixed her up a poke with that book and or with that and along with a book on carpentry and a book on Christmas and the Bible. Mm. Red Riding Hood's mama told her stay on that path. Not fool around and wander off into the woods, Summers. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood said, all right then. <laughs> well, sir, she no sooner got out there in the woods than she come up on this air wolf. That wolf was kind of cruel. <laughs> Weren't right in the head, neither. Standing over by this tree and drooling and rubbing feces in his hair. <laughs> Some folks calls it poop, I call it feces. <laughs> Well, he see that little Red Riding Hood coming along, and he just lit up. Seems like he could have used him something or other to eat. But he tried to make friends with little Red Riding Hood. He wouldn't have nothing to do with him. Mm. Probably all that feces in his hair and whatnot. <laughs> well, sir, he's a fixing a pounce on Red Riding Hood. Before she wandered off, Summers. He's going to bite her head clean off. She let slip as she's going to her granny's house, mm, take her some supplies and whatnot. Mm. Well, sir, that wolf figured if he played his cards right, he could live high on the hog and eat them both. Mm. So while Little Red Riding Hood was out in them woods of fooling around like her mama told her not to, that wolf high-tailed it over to granny's house. That old wolf knocked on the door. The minute granny opened it, he swallowed her down. Doesn't even take time putting no mustard on her. <laughs> and that wolf, he dressed up in some of her old night clothes there. Looked mighty funny, I reckon. Not funny, ha ha, funny queer. <laughs> Four long, Red Riding Hood come along. She got a gander at that old wolf in Granny's pajamas, and she knowed something is up. She asked her granny what is going on with them big old ears and them big old eyes and whatnot. That <laughs> wolf said it is for a hearing and seeing her a good bit better. Guess Red Riding Hood weren't bothered all that much by that hair and that tail and such. <laughs> and she asked about that big old mouth. Well, sir, that seemed to send that wolf right over the edge. I figured he knowed the jig is up. He grabbed up little Red Riding Hood and just a licking his chops. Well, sir. She finally put two and two together and pretty much figured out what happened. She said, what'd you kill Granny for? What'd you kill Granny for? <laughs> that wolf was about to swallow her down. 
when all of a sudden these three little pigs come a-busting in. <laughs> they's taking their lawnmower blade over to Mr. Bill Cox's outfit to get it sharpened, and they hear it all the racket. They got a good look at that wolf. Mm, them little porkers just saw red. Seems like they still hot at him for all that huffing and a puffing and, <laughs> and house wrecking he did to them. They weren't no bigger than a squirrel, but they still took that lawnmower blade and killed him. <laughs> Cut him plumb near in half. Well, sir, out popped Granny, good as new. They all made a big pot of wolf stew and mm, got pretty well lit on that corn liquor. <laughs> Red Riding Hood even gave him that book on carpentry so they could build them houses back. <laughs> mm. Moral of the story is, if and you go a talking to a wolf with feces in his hair, you might need them little pigs to save your bacon. Story time with Carl Childers is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product, chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. You reckon you like bacon, little feller? Amen. I said I was going to give away the Chick-fil-A Beanie Baby Calma daily self giveaway. But I decided to wait and hold that since we got only one more show before Thanksgiving. It's a perfect eat more chicken prize you see, before Billy, Thanksgiving. Wait a can he do that? Hold on a second. Let me check the bylaws. Oh, wait. He wrote the bylaws. Of course yeah. he can do that. You see, Billy, when you got a prize that sweet, That's right. you know, you don't want to blow it on a single day. And uh, I'm going to get in late tomorrow. I just have a feeling that ours is the last show before Thanksgiving is uh, is tomorrow. Uh, so, and I ain't got the time to grab it. And I got to get right out of here now so I don't have time to pick anything else but it's mainly for y'all because this is a cool prize they're not out there going oh well then it's okay <laughs> yeah so all right so it'll be uh we'll take our four winners from tomorrow and uh for the chick-fil-a eat more chicken thanksgiving cow just not uh so and uh jackie did you want to tell your little tater story about <laughs> what y'all did over our vacation last week i love this girl day? i call her my little sister and now I, I exactly know why we had a play date with her nephew miles <laughs> Who thinks I'm his black aunt? And and we're at this amusement park. You're gonna to have to help me, Tater, because it, it was a putt putt, you know, adventure center. Mister Mr. Putties, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, in Fort Mill. Yeah. In Fort Mill, yeah. you can yeah. you can putt putt. You Carolina. can uh, okay. yeah shoot basketball. Yeah, yeah. And they've got like that that big rope climbing thing set up. Where you oh, can, it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So Miss Thing here decides <laughs> she's gonna play with him and do it with him. I'm holding pocketbooks. So and of coats. all the possibilities, she did the rope climb. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh come on. Of every yeah, it's it's like an amusement thing. You have to go through different steps. So I'm sitting on the picnic table and I'm watching her. And after a while, I see this guy, little eighteen year old who goes to the house because she found out his whole history because she couldn't do it and was sitting up there looking at me. I started crying literally because she was stranded. Oh, on, oh she oh, got oh, stuck. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. 
know, stranded is a is a really oh, harsh word for uh, for strategically planning. You know, yeah, I just can't run across this, you know, All obstacle right, so course. How, how old is uh, is Miles? He's nine. Okay, you're He's nine looking at nephew. Me. She's gonna be okay, on Jackie. You guys stop crying. I told that man get my baby down from there. <laughs> Ma'am, I can't. Tanner, are you claiming you got stuck? To Cougar, the 18 year old, your way? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know that it was, you know, I just, I want, it was very calculated for me. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, See, no, no, no. You had some red flags pop up before yeah, you, know, you, you decided to climb in this road. Normally, jungle. yes. You know, you kind of just survey the land. So, the first one was when Miles asked me, you know, are you going to do the ropes course with me? And I said, sure, I'm going to do it. What? He asked me, <laughs> Jackie, are you afraid of heights? I said, yes. <laughs> so now I'm like, now I'm cool and now I'm in it, right? I can't back out now. So the second one was we grabbed some pizza before we went. and uh, Oh, yeah, fuel. And uh, I asked him, are, you want a second piece? Because he, he, he stopped after sure. one and he's sure. like, I don't want to throw up. No. <laughs> Flag number two. I should have listened to that. I was like, what, kid, what? So then we get there, and I was looking. I didn't look so high up. And um, so they, they go over. They harness you in, you know. You, you do the okay. whole kind of. You, they had and, one that fit you around those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It, doesn't, it, just, it goes around your legs. So oh, I was, I was okay. safe yeah, up, yeah. up around your no waist. No wonder the 18-year-old was staying close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so your first obstacle was kind of like climbing up a ladder, kind of like uh, kind of getting you prepared for maybe if you were going to do rock climbing. But it was like the ladder that's at, oh, I don't know, the kitty. Uh, play things at a fast food restaurant. Like I had stars and half moods. Oh, the rope ladder that turned you upside down? No, this wasn't a rope ladder. It was just, uh, you know, it looked like a a pallet that had the cutouts for you to put your feet in, you know, and kind of like a rock climber. You put your foot here. Yeah, and so you could, you know, you carry your your carabiners (laughs) with you. And that was my third clue because one, I was winded. Two, I couldn't pull myself up onto the platform. And then I had, then the real work began. Tell the truth. You were holding up little kids. Yes, I held up the line. She did. And oh. Oh, I mean, the, the whole amusement park was, there was a Watching putt-putt. Me. People were stopped looking up. Because and I thought, oh, is she okay? Johnny and Bill, when she got down, I said, oh, I'm telling the boys. I mean, I wasn't, I didn't, you know, Miles said, it's okay. You know, everybody cries on their first try. I was like, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I, I whimpered a lot and whined, but I did there were no tears, my friend. No tears. But y'all, she's up there and she keeps looking down at me and I thought, I ain't coming up there to help you. i I can go find you some help, but I'm not climbing up there. Then you would platform in between and they, they were by with telephone poles. Right. So like in between each excursion oh, or each death defying trick that you had to do, you know, you because your life is on the line when you're doing these. Yeah. And, and and everything moves and sways and there's ropes and so you have nothing really to steady yourself on i mean it is hot it is intense yeah miles did it 16 times but still it was intense and there were like bare there were barrels that you had to walk across that were like um uh oversized pool noodles so it's like holy moly but it's in fort mill <laughs> yes. okay i'm gonna and wrap I, this up I she fell couldn't do those. it okay. and i'm crying i did it am i here and i'm like what? You're not doing this anymore? Miles did it six more times. Sixteen. Oh, and times. we're sitting there watching him. Wait, hey, hey, you guys, watch. I told Marcy, you ain't doing this no more. No, I, I, but it was funny. I got, I got home and Barry was like, I think you need to do this once a month. Oh, no. Until you conquer it. Because it is a, it is a full body workout. Um, and I made a lot of friends. And um, of course, it's, it's, it's a course that goes over the putt-putt. So, you know. Putt-putt people stopped to watch her. And they're like... 
I mean, adults were coming up to us after Miles was doing it 11 more times. We saw you. Glad you're okay. But I would like to point out that none of them got up there and tried to walk across. And I I did finish it. That's the only way I could get here. The zip line was the best part she did. But her nephew's going around the park saying... She's jumped out of an airplane four times. I don't know what her problem is. Well, uh, the first time she was pushed. Yeah, yeah. So. But I did. I I, I, I I want to let you all know, uh, a disclaimer, that once you get on it, uh, there's no down. way to get down. Nope. You have to finish it. You either go back the way you've just, you know, been t- petrified to do, uh, and then you have to finish it. And I tried. I begged. I said, can I Can I swing down? Can you get a, you guys, can you have a, you have a ladder? I can shimmy down this telephone pole. Nothing. Nothing. He wouldn't budge. He started giving her, we'll get sued and I'll lose my job. And she said, I heard him. And I'm I'm like, she's trying to get him to go get a ladder to bring her down. Just let Help down. her. He said, ma'am, I can't. See, that to me is a, would be a really concerning moment. Help her, save her. Ma'am, I can't. <laughs> well, I will say, I will give a shout out to uh, to young Garrett, uh, uh, who is a baseball player and uh, who lives in Fort Mill. Well, I, I mean, there were a lot of times while I was getting my catching my breath, you know, that we talked. Oh, okay. But so, he walked so all the way through. quite a while. Yeah, there. He's yeah. like, please. And we walked. He, he, you know, he would scoot the little uh, platforms to me so that I could walk across uh, to him. Uh, yeah, he helped me. He helped me a good bit. Okay. He did the. Tr- he did the. Yeah, he did it with me. That's our little danger girl. <laughs> so <laughs> y'all wondered who that lady was hanging up, <laughs> backing up there. And then for the rest of the vacation, I couldn't move. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, glad y'all all right. You got yeah. some crying, laughing, and exercising. All you want to have to do. Uh, well, let's take it on home carefully, Tater. <laughs> Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, ninety-nine cents each. 15 for 9.99 buy them once play them anywhere find your faves at thebigshow.com anytime's a perfect time for john boy and billy southern sweet tea y'all stock up at food lion or your favorite store order jbnb stuff by phone 800-471-STUFF online services by animink.com hi uh, y'all hope you have a great rest of your day we'll be back our thanksgiving show will be tomorrow we love you and we mean it you like it if I laughed at your misfortune? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.